New Vision is a church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and it is passionate about people getting in the scripture. Thank you for joining us as we step into this scripture reading through the book of Galatians. We are closing out our first week of our podcast through Galatians with Delaney Degelo. Delaney, welcome back. Oh, thank you. It's so good to be back. Well, you did a great job last time. Thank you. And you're stepping into Galatians 3 today. Yes. Before we get there, I'm asking everyone who is um, walking through devotionals, what are some ways that you practice creativity uh, personally Yeah. or um, in ministry? Okay. Wow. Great question. So I feel like in both realms, one thing I really enjoy is writing. So I was an English major. So I find creativity through like writing different, um, through journal entries or blog posts or whatever it is. I don't have a blog, but I just like to write things down. Also, I feel like in ministry, I get the opportunity to like dream up these events and just see them come to be, which is cool. Cause it's like this creative, like I have this big like poster board in my office and I'll write out these ideas and just be like, okay, imagine a world. And then I start to make it happen. And then watching it come. Do you do that? No, I literally say like, imagine a world, if you will, Mm -hmm. like in meetings, (laughs) everyone knows that that means I'm about to pitch some crazy idea, but that's especially when I see like creativity um, coming to be just when I say, okay, like let's dream this up and see how it comes to be. So yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, that is that was great. Hey, thanks. Yeah, so that's we really love fun. creativity. I love the idea of how you uh, um, dream up an event is a creative thing. Yeah, that's, that's that's good. That's exactly the point that I'm trying to drive home is that we're all creative in our own ways. Yeah, you know, it doesn't and it's cool. have to be painting. Yeah. or uh, writing. You or, do not or, want me to paint. You um, would be very disappointed. Okay, I'll take the word for it. <laughs> So the passage you're reading, what is it, and what translation are you reading out of? Okay, I am reading through Galatians 3, 1 through 9, and I'm going to be in the ESV version. All right, well, take it away. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and read through it. Starting in verse 1, it says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the faith? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if it indeed was in vain? Does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith, just as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness? Knowing then that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham, and the Scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, Preach the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So that's a lot. And I love it because when you read through this, this is definitely a call out passage. Whenever someone starts off by, oh, foolish Galatians, that is definitely something to pay attention to. So that caught me off guard just off the bat because. So, so last time you did a podcast, it was basically leaders yes. uh, submit to authority. <laughs> exactly. And now you're getting. I keep getting the Galatians. call out passages that everyone's like, oh, I might just skip this day because this is not going to be a feel good message, but that's fine. So. 
whenever I hear, oh, foolish Galatians, I, I had to do some more research because I was like, does this have some some meaning? Because a fool, like we say that all the time, like you're a fool, you're this, you're that. Um, but in Greek, when it translates, it actually means someone who fails to use their power of perception, which is important because as it goes on, it says it was before your eyes. So basically he's saying, you fools, you're ignoring what's right in front of you, which I think that this passage just off the bat can seem really abrasive and we're like, hey, this is not something that I want to hear. But I think that sometimes we all need a, a good call out by someone that we trust and love. We need someone like Paul who will look at us in the eyes and say, hey, you have the wrong view of who Jesus is. You have the wrong view of your faith right now. And I think it's really easy to be like, these silly Galatians with their improper views of who Jesus is. But I think sometimes in our own life, we need the exact same call out. We need someone to say like, oh, foolish Delaney, like you have the wrong perception of who Christ is. And in a season like this, where there's a lot of questions and a lot of uncertainty, sometimes we need to be reminded like, you know who Jesus is. That doesn't change regardless of your circumstances. So I think that this is hard to hear, but it's good because we need people in our life who will call us out. So moving on, it says, who has bewitched you? Basically pausing, this is so far-fetched. Like I cannot even wrap my mind around the way you're acting and what you believe right now. And then it says, it was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. So this isn't saying that they were there witnessing it. But what he's saying is it's been so clearly laid out to you, so clearly presented to you who Jesus is through the word of God, through testimonies, through Paul's teaching. What he's saying is you've been told the truth. So why are you neglecting it? Which once again, how many of us do we either if it's at church or in our own personal walk, like we hear the truth consistently, but we still kind of stray off and do our own thing. So Paul is just really trying to catch their attention and say, hey, this is not the way that we need to be acting. And it says once again, um, it's going to continue to call them fools. So we're just going to have to be okay with this. But in verse two, it says, let me ask you only this. Did you receive the spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? And this is a good check for me just in general. It's how did we receive our salvation? We need to be reminded how salvation is received, and it's not through works of the law. And Paul is one of those that talks about how in his family, like, he followed traditions, but he didn't have faith. And there's a big difference between traditions and faith. And so we receive our salvation by faith. And a big thing that I think I said this on the last podcast anyways is that I struggle with feeling like I have to work and do all the right things to receive Christ. And what he's reminding them is, hey, how did you receive your salvation? Come back to that. It's not through works, it's through faith. And um, it says like, we know as the crucifixion was clearly laid out for them, we know what happened and we know who Jesus was. We know that he died on the cross for us and rose the third day. And so my identity, my worth, everything stems back to the crucifixion. It stems back to what Jesus did for me specifically. So when I take my eyes off of that, it's when I can forget the purpose of faith. The purpose of faith is to keep my eyes forward and locked on what Jesus did for me and not living according to my own ways. And then it says again, are you so foolish? Okay. Um, Having begun by the spirit, are you now perfected by the flesh? So once again, going back to the idea of the crucifixion, we aren't made new and we aren't made righteous through what we do. We're made righteous through what Jesus has already done. And we have to be okay with the fact that every good thing that comes from us is the Holy Spirit working through us because there's no good in us. The best part of us is the Holy Spirit, which we'll get into in a little bit again. But uh, just being reminded that our flesh can never 
be perfect. We've already fallen short, but there's freedom in the fact of knowing that we're perfected through Christ. So when we receive that invitation, Christ is saying like, I cover the abundance of sin, but you have to continue to walk for me. And then he says, did you suffer so many things in vain if it indeed was in vain? So he's saying, you know, did you lose sight of what's actually important? Like, are you wasting the calling that you have, the salvation that you have? And then it says, does he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Just as Abraham believed God and was it was so counted to him as righteousness. So I think that sometimes one thing I said this earlier, but we want to do so much that we stop just being. And in Psalm 46, it says, be still and know that I'm God. And here it's saying, just as Abraham believed God, I think that we take just being still before God for granted. We lose sight of the fact that we need to continuously be seeking the Lord and what he has called us to, and that we need to just seek God in each and every day, because that's how we believe in God. The more that we study like God's word, the more that we can see his character working through our own lives and be still and know that he's God. Because here's the thing, to believe him, we have to spend time with him and to know what his word says. So it continues on and says, Know then that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham. And so Abraham came before us. So what it's saying is we're following the example that he set. So it says sons of Abraham. And the cool thing about Abraham is he believed in Jesus before Jesus had even died on the cross for us, which is just immense faith. And now we get to believe after Jesus died on the cross for us. So we need to follow that example of faith. Abraham believed. And even though he didn't see Jesus die on the cross, he believed. And even though we might not have seen Jesus die on the cross, we believe because we know it to be true. We've seen it through God's word and God's word is perfect and doesn't return void. And then in verse 8, continuing on the idea of just the beauty of Scripture, Paul starts off his statement with saying, and the Scripture. What Paul is speaking comes from God's Word. And that's an important reminder for all of us that the words that we say need to be filtered through truth because God's Word doesn't return void. And His words are always going to stay in true, and they're always going to matter, and they're always going to have impact. And I love that Paul isn't just saying like, oh, this all comes from me. Once again, he's pointing back to the fact that what he's saying comes from the scriptures. And says It says, and the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham by saying, in you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So we need to continue to remember who God is and that he's faithful. And it's not our works that matter. It's who he is. So each and every day, we want to make sure that we lead by faith, not by our flesh, because our flesh will never be enough. And our faith will always be enough. Because here's the thing, the second that we accept Jesus, we know what's truly important, and we're putting that first. So we want to be blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. Like we should continue to try to model ourselves after that, but more importantly, model ourselves after Christ, the one whose crucifixion is perfectly laid out before us. So I know that this is definitely a call out passage and we don't always want to be called foolish like the Galatians, but the cool thing is, is that Paul is giving us some clear instructions on how to not be foolish, how to live a life um, that is set on being a better Christ follower. So that's what I've got from Galatians. Hey, word on the street is that there was a lot of hype around day five of the Galatians podcast. Oh, you know, really? There was a lot of expectation. Oh, no. I, I feel like you knocked it out of the park. That is very sweet. I feel like you did a great job. Thank <laughs> you today. 
Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.